Aaron, um, first off, thank you for your time. Thank you for the opportunity of, uh, for the interview for, I know you're busy, as anyone is. And, and uh, first of all, uh, congratulations on this epic score that I, uh, when I, honestly, when I, when I spoke to Nicholas, I told him either the, the first thing that I did when I, when I, you know, when I finished watching the movie, which was, I remember I got something on the, on the media kit that it was available on Spotify, so let me look for it and, and just save it. So I want to congratulate you on the, on the epic score, because that, to me, that's one of, uh, as I told Nicholas, that's one, to me, one of, one of the standouts, uh, one of the brightest things of the, of the movie. So congratulate you on it. I want to congratulate you on it. So I think the first question has to be, um, what was your first thought you know when Nicholas proposed you know to compose the the the, the music of the story and when you read the script, this world that that he wanted to create. What was your first reaction? Uh, well, so I mean, Nick and I have been uh, friends for for a while now. We we've done a few film projects together, so uh, we you know we we're we're really comfortable just like sharing sure. anything that comes to our head. So. Uh, but when he when he shared the script to me a, a while back, years ago, it was very, very different. It, it was much longer. It was like this entire world. And honestly, the first time I read that like original script, I mean, my head was spinning. I was like, wow, man. I mean, it was like hundreds and hundreds of pages. I was like, dude, you I, I, I thought we were just, I thought this was just, you know, a movie about X, Y, Z. But like this is this is a world, you know, and I, mm -hmm. I, I was I almost wasn't ready for it. And uh, so I like had to reread it and. The more I got immersed in it, um, yeah, the more we started talking about it, and uh, lots of lots of edits were happening. The script was getting shorter as he was showing people, and and we started to finally narrow down to some um, just some sort of sounds. We have similar inspirations, sort of uh, of like just sonic textures. Like we we like we like strings. Mm -hmm. We like sort of um, soundscapes based on like um just sound textures and like like we really think in like textures and uh things that we like and and also melody um so really to me the first thing i did when i when i read the script i was like okay there's these clear you know you have like hayden you have uh moira you have you know all these characters and we thought it'd be really cool if, if each of them had kind of like their own theme um so you know which is common obviously and and lots of uh, movies, but it was it was a really, like we really took a subtle approach. It's not, you know, it's, uh, I, I appreciate th that you like it so much and, and it's it feels really epic um, because we, we, we're both minimalists, I think, when it comes to music and as far as textures and themes go. So these melodies and stuff, they were very simple, really simple stuff. Like after reading the script, it was like little piano notes, mm -hmm. little, you know, little string textures that that just played very, very, very simple melodies because um, and it's actually funny. The first time I read the script, I had no visual reference for what the movie was. He had some concept design, you know, but I mean, this was before the movie was shot. And if if you uh, if you've read anything about the story of how the movie was made, I mean, mm -hmm. this thing w was shot in, you know, uh, you know, a warehouse and, right. and like, like, it's just so epic looking, you know, there, there were some locations, you know, Nova Scotia and all that, but, but a lot of these shots were in warehouses. So like, even when they were shooting it, I still didn't have that much of a visual reference of like, just how mind blowingly epic this thing was going to look. And so everything was so simple, you know, and then the more footage I saw and the more visual effects came through, um, it just got to be way more epic, but we still kept the minimalism of just, you know, letting letting the visuals kind of speak for themselves. And uh, 
So yeah, it was after reading the script, I would say it's just kind of coming up with simple melodies uh, to sort of draw your attention to certain characters, uh, keeping that minimalism and just playing with the soft, nice, soft, big, long textures. That's kind of what came to my mind and ended up working out. Um, so, I don't want you know. to blush, but I was to say, but I, I told Nicholas when we when, when interviewed him when I when obviously oh no one one <laughs> one of the things that to me. Once I obviously I, I finished watching the movie, but I I, I I told him you know I, I I'm putting this score right up there with you know one of my favorite composers like Hans Zimmer or John Williams because of how how everything was uh com you know everything was done produced. So I, again I, I think I'm gonna I gotta congratulate you on that because it, it was really, the score is really good and to me it's an award-winning score. I told you know. Big man, oh, you know, this, this this should go somewhere because if the score is really good. Um, what I mean, and I, I, I'm I'm going, you know, I'm I'm throwing you this with um, because I'm going this direction with the with the question. What was your inspiration for you know for the different melodies? Because I see, I, you know, I see, uh, I, I feel something from Stremer, I feel something from you know, uh, you know, uh, Close Cancer for a Take Kind. You know, those I feel, I see those movies, you know, being some type of a inspiration for uh, some of the tracks. So what was your what, what where do you find your inspiration for the tracks? Uh, well, so it's funny you bring up Hans. We uh, we talk, <laughs> Mr. Zimmer. I don't know what it's you know. Mm -hmm. We call him Hans. We just short our shorthand. We just call him Hans. You know, the Hans like method of something. And and why I come back to say minimalist and simplicity. I think when you uh, obviously Hans Zimmer scores are huge. I mean, mm -hmm. they're they're big. They're huge. But really, when you when you watch him work, he, you know, because there's plenty of. Um, material online where he, he kind of explains his process and you mm -hmm. see his big studio with his giant modular rig and his synths and his you know all this stuff but really when it comes down to it if you watch him work and hear him explain it's it starts so simple it's just music is a conversation music is you know especially in the uh context of movies it's music is characters and places and things like that it's not He's not um, composing like you know, say a, a Mozart or a Beethoven would would compose, you know, something like that. It's it's there's a lot more context that you have to keep in mind. So the Hans Zimmer, it's funny you bring him up. That just um, he his his really he starts simple. He, you know, he starts somewhere tangible that relates with the context. You know, a character or a, a mm -hmm. place. Um, mm -hmm. So so that's that's definitely he was a huge inspiration, and we watched a lot of material. Uh, Tons of uh, wine and cheese table discussions with Hans Zimmer. That was a lot, a lot, quite a few of those. Um, and then me, honestly, me personally, it's funny. I, I I kind of feel like an outsider a lot of times in the in the film world because a lot of my inspirations um, actually sort of come from uh, video games and um, and sort of popular music as well. Like one of my favorite one of my favorite musicians, artists of all time, is uh, a man named Koji Kondo. He composed like the music for like the Legend of Zelda mm -hmm. series and you know Mario and all that stuff. And uh, I mean, honestly, like the Legend of Zelda series has is a massive, massive, massive inspiration on any type of music I make. So, you know, something like that always comes in. Um, and Nick knows that. Nicholas, he he he's super psyched about that, and he he kind of shares that. And then, um, but I would say, like, uh, my biggest, like, direct inspiration uh, besides that, um, that relates to the film world is Johnny Greenwood. Just because I've been a Radiohead fan since I was a kid. And uh, when he sort of delved into the film world, 
that it, he sort of did that at the same time that I was um, sort of like toying around with with uh, you know composing for for film. And when I actually met Nicholas back in like 2008, um, he had, Johnny Greenwood had done like these two huge scores. I think uh, There Will Be Blood was one of them, and it was just like super and that kind of to me was like oh man i can do this you know this is a guy that was in my favorite rock band and he's doing film scores like i was like okay maybe there's a you know a way to do this and it yeah just it's that sort of thing where you see someone open the door and then you're like oh okay there is a door i can walk through this and so yeah so hans with that good that starting out simple you know and, and relatable with with the movie and then obviously video games are are just my biggest inspiration and then yeah, good old John and Greenwood. I mean, he's just—I I don't know what there, what else there is to say about him, but he's—he's he's a genius. He—he he plays with textures and melody and all of my favorite ways. And so, yeah. I, you know, it's funny that you mentioned video games because that's something. Towards the end of my interview with Nicholas, I told him one of the things that, you know, my first reaction to the movie was this story, and this world that he created is begging to be turned into a video game. <laughs> and, and, and I'm thinking, I, I also review video games, obviously, on my on my oh, cool. outlet. So I, I do both movies and video games. And, and I you know, preview a lot of video games from Anapurna Games, so Anapurna Interactive. And obviously, I, I, I and, and Telltale Games, those that, that those, those story-driven games are, are, are to yep. me, are really are fun to play because you're living the story. And I told him, you know, I, I, I that's something that I felt. I felt that all the characters in the movie were like just basically characters that, you know, no playable characters. They're just, just they're just there, yeah. and you're you're, you're 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 moving. You as the spectator are just moving around them with them. And I, I told him, you know, try to pitch it to an opponent to see if they can turn it into a video game because I think this will blow away. People will blow away with the, the story yeah. that was and the world that he wants to. He tried to create. So I, 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 you know, it's funny that you mentioned video games yeah. for inspiration because I saw it. You know, that's something. Yeah, I, it's so funny the way the movie sometimes the the pacing is. I, I, like oftentimes there's like the only thing going on musically is just like this sustained string or something. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because like a lot of RPGs that I've played, video games, a lot of like action RPGs and stuff. Sometimes you know when you're sitting there like deciding on which text to respond with you know or something like when you're when you're trying to make a decision there's this string note in the background kind of you're like it's kind of it, it felt that way too yeah i feel i feel a strong uh video game uh connection there as well <laughs> obviously to me i told the class that the score plays a bit of i you know a important role in the movie to me the movie with the story the movie the there was a score just nothing it's just one of the, the story and the score go hand in hand what you know? What input did Nicholas had with you? Did he play the hand in hand when we're doing the? You know, the, this is a really extensive score. It's not five, six. You know, you you did a really good job with all the different different uh, tracks. Did Nicholas gave you the input on? Hey, maybe I want this in here and that. How how did that? How did that score came about with with the, for the movie? So that's a good question. I mean, it was definitely very intertwined the whole time. So uh, there basically two, there's like a two part answer to that. The first part is that basically when we were creating, like I said, kind of in the beginning when I was just sort of coming up with little melodies, little things like that, what basically what we would do is I would fly to New Jersey and I would spend like five or six days. I'd bring like my interface, my, my computer, my hard drives, keyboards, 
all kinds of stuff. And I would basically, we would just sit there in the same room together in his office in New Jersey where while he's like editing visual effects shots and scheduling shoots and doing all this other stuff in the movie, I was basically just sitting there kind of playing stuff with headphones and then I'd be like, hey, listen to this, you know, and I would kind of play something for him. Uh, and basically it was just, it was kind of just a thing where I would like, gauge his reaction and, and gauge you know what what he was feeling and sometimes there was this big aha moment where it was like yeah. li- like the main theme like uh like the um moira uh and lawrence's theme like the uh it's like really simple three notes i literally i just I, w- I wasn't even like showing him it. i was just messing around like testing out a sound and he was on his computer and he just goes <laughs> and he just he just gravitated these three notes and and um and, and that's the thing about about Nicholas is he's like you know when it comes to music he's an he's such a music fan and appreciator and he knows so much about music but when it comes to like you know technical like you know music theory and stuff like that he doesn't really know much which was funny at first because he would try to use musical terms and I was like man that's not it but actually in it ended up being awesome because if you let's say you had two music theory nerds in the same room like i I don't know if we really would have come up with anything that emotionally impactful so really it was like me like kind of the musical person and then him as like the movie creator but also sort of just a an appreciator of music and so he would just give me these like snap judgments and reactions and emotional feedback on it and so that's that's like how a lot of it was written. A lot of the themes were kind of agreed upon and decided upon, like me flying to New York, uh, New Jersey, playing stuff, and just kind of feeling that energy between him and what what I played. And then, of course, beyond that, I would sort of produce the melodies out, you know, put string beds beneath them, and and adding pianos and and things like that. So that was one thing. And then the second thing, which is much more connected to what you're gonna see on February 5th when the movie comes out is yeah Nick he's he's an editing mastermind he's a genius as far you know as far as uh everything he works on goes and and the music was very much a part of that you know he a lot he he would um I would give him you know and, and a lot of the scenes like I said where it's a lot of tension a lot of you know just plucks happening here and there really subtle things I definitely we talked about it and I was like yeah you have the freedom to you know to sort of lengthen this thing or, or cut it shorter. And then he would show me and if it made musical sense and, and it really, if it added to the emotional uh, or the drama of what was going on, then that's the most important thing. You know, I, I was never like, uh, no, that's a, supposed to be a major chord and, and we can't end it on a minor third. It was never like that. You know, he had control over, over that and he would run it by me. And I was like, yeah, man, it, it adds to the drama go ahead with the editing and and so a lot of it uh so nick was for not being a musician he was very involved and i think he did he did an amazing job you know from from beginning to end so yeah actually i think my my last question is tied into that to that answer and i i have the question written down that's how i was gonna finish this interview uh, what was your reaction when you saw the final product i mean when you saw everything put together and you know what? What? What's your final thought? What? How did you feel when you finally see the whole product all together? Well, uh, so it's really funny. I, again, like I was saying, when when I first read the script, I had no 
footage to reference. I had no, it was just, Nick was like, yes, there was going to be blue screens and then we're going to key them out. And we're all, and it all just flew over my head. And I was like, okay. It took me way too long to really finally land, honestly, at like what the gravity of it. Like once I, but once I saw that first VFX shot of, uh, they showed me of Moira and Lawrence sitting on the rock when, when uh, Moira's telling Lawrence about the dream. Uh, I freaked out. I was like, oh, wow, this is okay. I thought this was just like, you know, I thought it was just this beautiful, like, kind of fantasy love story in like a city. But like, I mean, this is I was like, this is Lord of the Rings level. Like, like this is a world. It's it's you know, there's humans in it, but it looks like it's what is this Greece? What is this Mars? Where, where are you know? So that's when it really dawned on me. Uh, when I saw that, I was I freaked out. But so the final product um there were still a couple shots that i hadn't seen with the final vfx in it so when i saw that the final product first of all with with the music there was there was some stuff that was different and that blew me away i was like oh because there there was actually one piece where there was like this part in it that i wasn't super satisfied with and uh in the final product it was actually that one little piece it just happened to work with the uh progression of the scene it got cut out and something else was was just scooted and and it was it was amazing so i was like super pleasantly surprised um and yeah i mean really it's i think the thing that uh the best part about it was there was a solid 30 minutes in the middle where i was watching and i completely forgot about like like my critical ear just went away and i was just like watching a movie and i think and i kind of like noticed myself doing i was like okay i think this I think the movie's ready because like when you uh, can watch something that you were a part of and sort of just drift away and and become just a, a you know an audience member I think that that's that's when you know that you uh, you were a part of something that was really positive and successful and and um, yeah so that that was honestly my, my impression on seeing the final product and just thinking back to like going to new jersey and all this stuff we're just like living in an office and playing piano notes and then to seeing that i mean it, it was just like yeah it gets me emotional just thinking about it i mean it was it was a good time and honestly just to have you uh you know sitting here evoking the name of hans and 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 just you know saying so many kind things like that's the award right there for me so you know it's it's really awesome yeah but hey, before thanking you again for your time, I'm gonna end this by you know, and end this by saying this. Um, I, it's just how how it feels. I have to put this score on top where you know where Williams and where Simmer is because uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of music. I told Nicholas, I told you in the beginning of the yeah. interview. I'm a fan of music, and this score it, it resonated with me because I just felt that it works. It doesn't matter in what scenario you are, you can just put it on the background and you can just, you know, show to it or work to it. I, I, there's, there's something that I told Nicholas. I, when I'm working, I need music. I, I, there's no way that I can, you know, work on, an, on a, you know, quiet, empty space because I feel lost. So that's one of the things that stood out for me when I, when I, when I finished watching the movie. I, you know, I was like, I need, I need this, I need the score. I need to save it somewhere so I can, look for it wherever I'm doing shorts around the house or I'm doing some editing 
even the people tell me, I, I, I told this when, uh, when I was speaking to, to Nicholas, um, even though I'm editing, and if I, even though I'm listening to something that I'm editing, I, I need some music in the background so I can, yeah. you know, submerge myself in work. At right. so just to block the outside um, noise. And I think that's yeah. what this, the score did. And to me, that's a good score. When, that, when the score blocks outside noise, you, you know, you as a composer, and I'm talking about yourself, but you you need to know, okay, I did a good job here. I think this uh, yeah. score when, when it, you know, gets everything done. So that's, that's to me, you know, one of the most important things, just it works. It works, it doesn't matter in, in you know, in, in which scenario you put it. That's a, I'm thinking, put it on a video game. You don't need to change the score. You <laughs> on the video game, it's just gonna yeah. work. It's just gonna work. So, um, so congratulations on the score, and and I obviously I wish I wish you the best of luck, and you and yourself and Nicholas on the on the movie. And I, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like I told him, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of my audience who basically have the specific the same types that I do, love this whole fantasy world. Like you said, the, yeah. the Lord of the Rings type of world. So they're gonna, yeah. you know, submerge themselves in the story and in, in this movie. And, and I'm pretty sure that you're gonna get a lot of uh, positive. Uh, reviews and, and, and thoughts about your score. So again, congratulations on that score and, and thank you for your time uh, for the interview. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much. And hey, I just if, but I want to say one more thing before we go. It's, 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 I like how you said that you, you know, you put it on in the background and stuff. And I, I'm, I'm really glad that uh, Nicholas and I worked to put it on Spotify because what you hear in the movie is is a lot like i said it's the bits that worked you know with the drama of the film but it's really cool that uh it was nicholas's idea that to put this on spotify because it's the original what you hear on spotify is like basically the original pieces that i wrote you know the, the full pieces that like from beginning to end um so if yeah if you like what you you know hear in the movie it's it's uh it's you can kind of hear the more the full uh, like musical ideas that we sort of uh, made up in New Jersey and while we were creating the film. So um, yeah, I'm glad that you said that, you know, just put it on the background, you know, that's, yeah, that's really I'm, cool. I'm gonna put a link on the description of this video to the Spotify so that the people that are seeing this interview can go and save it and just play it over and over as I ever as very much like the past two days, I just put it there. <laughs> When I'm working here, I just put it there and just leave it, put the, leave it on, and, and just yeah. uh, enjoy it. And also, I have I have a little bit of exclusive. I I know uh, Nicholas sent me the 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 the, video, the YouTube video with everything. All yes, together. the official audio visual. So the audio visual. So I got the exclusive for for that one. So I'll, I'll put that whenever the yeah. boss Nicholas Arthur asked me to put it on the on the video. So again, that's all Nicholas, for, man. He he crushed yeah. it. He cr yeah. that visual is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Thank you again for your time and, and congratulations on the score. Thank you so much, Rafi. All right.